beep, beep, beep. I'm, I'm beeping you out. I'm going to edit the, the Ooh, beep Ooh, yes. Good idea. Actually, I could do that to you all the time. I could also do it and I could curse. <laughs> I could be like, <laughs> See, I never said that because I'm going to edit it out with Will beeps. you edit out mine as well? Yeah, say all you want. <laughs> Keep saying it. <laughs> all right, that's too much editing. I don't want to do that much editing. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to A Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m. and you can check out our A Grade bonus content by becoming an A Grader yourself if you hop on over to patreon.com slash A Grade podcast, where you can access all sorts of behind the scenes goodies such as photos, videos and a full report card of every place we've ever gone to and graded there should be a link in the episode description wherever you're listening to this episode my name of course is joe and i am joined as always by none other than hi everybody i'm jackie and we are back to coffee roasters and <laughs> craft breweries that's why i'm singing full of glee it does feel kind of really, really nice to be back to doing what we ultimately started the podcast to do, which is review mm -hmm. coffee roasters and craft beer breweries. Yeah. Well, it's weird, too, because we kind of had that hiccup of Olive Garden last week <laughs> where we were bouncing back <laughs> from Italy and transitioning back to America. And before we went to Italy, we did Stranger Things. Yeah, it's been a while since we've so done... So it's probably been seven, eight episodes since been we've a couple done months. a roaster or a brewery. Well, the good news, as we said, we are back in coffee roaster and craft brewery mode. And in fact, we went to a coffee roaster this morning and a craft brewery this afternoon. So we're going to start with the roaster this week. And then next week, we'll have basically, it's kind of a two-parter here because yes. we'll have that second half where we talk about our brewery experience, obviously. So... We won't say what brewery that is neck uh, yet, but I guess we can start right away with uh, the coffee roaster, right? Yes. So this week we decided to go to a coffee roaster called Gentle Brew Coffee in Long Beach, New York. Yeah. So this was one that I had kind of been looking into for a while because we obviously are both educators and part of our scheduling is trying to go to places when we can, when our schedules overlap. And I mean, if you think about it logistically, realistically, I start teaching college earlier than you. I finish earlier, but I go back in person um, next week. So this week was really the last time for us to get out and do a little bit of exploring for a while, at least until we have a longer weekend. And even going to Long Beach, which is not even quite New York City, I don't think, that still was a bit of a trip where... I didn't want to do on the weekend because of apocalyptic just city travel traffic, maybe, especially to kind of a coastal destination like Long Beach. So it was either kind of do it now or wait till maybe the winter to, to go to when it's less beachy season and less crazy. So, yeah, we decided to do a little trip and it kind of worked out, I think, because we left right after rush hour and we were home before rush hour coming back. So I thought that was definitely a good move. But I don't know. Do you want to start with the atmosphere and ambiance in terms of how we got there and what your first impressions were? Yeah. So it is important to talk a little bit about Long Beach, probably both this week and next, because Long Beach is so unique. It is actually a town right on the ocean where you have a blocks or a couple of blocks of businesses, restaurants, coffee roasters, shops, lots of different things that you can do. And then if you go like four blocks over, you have the ocean. And along the ocean, there's a boardwalk. It, the beach is free. There's public bathrooms. And 
it is a really unique town and a kind of cool town but because of that it gets crowded so like you said earlier it's definitely somewhere to explore during the week and gentle brew coffee is right on the main strip of restaurants and bars yeah it was kind of cool too because i said it as we approached because normally we start when we're headed towards a city-ish or just well-developed urban area or suburban area whatever the case is i start to kind of keep an eye out for parking spots or parking situations and here i mentioned when we found basically in the middle of the road this kind of I don't know, there might have been two, three lanes going each way. In the middle were just these kind of parking lots that you, there were one way you pull in. It says park for two hours, do your business, get the hell out. That's basically what the signs Well, said. the signs were also really clear. It was great. don't always get. <laughs> Certainly not coming back from Italy, our Italy experience, not the best signage. So I mentioned that that was kind of the best parking situation I remember seeing in pretty much any town we've been to. Because usually even if they have free town parking like that, it's sequestered away in random lots just scattered around. I could imagine on a weekend, as we were saying, it might be insane and stressful to try to get a parking spot. So that might be kind of annoying. But in this case, it was super convenient. And that made that part of the journey in terms of getting there much more easy and much more accessible. We parked basically right outside the roaster, which was super cool. Yeah, and I think that makes a difference. Parking does make a difference when you're going to these downtown area coffee roasters that aren't in a big industrial place, but they're in a strip of other businesses. So it was nice to get good parking. It was very easy. And when we went in to the coffee roaster, there was a lot of different things I did notice about the atmosphere. First of all, there was a coffee roasting machine right to the left when you walk in, which was cool. It was this light blue color. Your eyes were drawn to it. And then on the other side of the wall, there were two bikes that were for sale and they were kind of hanging from the ceiling. So your eyes were drawn to those two things. But I also couldn't help but noticing that above the coffee roaster, there was a gigantic hole in the ceiling. Yeah, I noticed that too. (laughs) It was just kind of as if they put the... Because there's, a, I guess, an outgassing pipe or something, an exhaust pipe, rather, for the roasting machine. But that part of the ceiling also, I don't know, fell out or something. I was like, it was a little are half they going to fix yeah. this? Is yeah. this a fire hazard? Should the fire department be checking this out? I, I felt like yeah. that wasn't maybe the best thing that could be going on, but it did make me laugh a little bit. So some other things I noticed when I walked in was that there were quotes on the wall there were two quotes like the music quotes in that other place aka song lyrics as you so kindly pointed out to me and explained and they were really intense i'll post them on instagram and on patreon but they were really unique quotes and i kind of was curious what the rationale was behind the quotes because it didn't necessarily match the name of the coffee roaster or any kind of theme I guess it was maybe a beachy theme, yeah. but there wasn't really a connection between those elements. There were plants hanging mm-hmm. everywhere, which I really liked, but those were some touches. There were some things about the atmosphere and ambiance that a little bit bleed into service. Yeah. Like the fact that there was only one person working, so the process was really, really slow. That well, kind of yeah. impacted both my atmosphere and ambiance and my service grade. And the last thing I'll say is that even though there were some weird things that I weren't quite sure about, like what the theme was, this very slow process, the giant gaping hole in the ceiling, 
<laughs> um, can't get over that, can you? I was pretty comfortable with the yeah. table we sat out by the window yeah. with our coffee, and I thought that was nice. But I'm kind of in the middle there with atmosphere and ambiance. Yeah, I think you're right. We often say this, how the service and there's other elements that bleed into our overall assessment in terms of the first grading category, the atmosphere and ambiance. And I think that's kind of spot on. That was kind of my impression because the elements that we'll continue to talk about really affected how comfortable I was there, I think. But in general, I sort of like what they had done with the layout. It was really interesting that that roaster machine was right in the front there. Usually you see them oftentimes tucked away in a corner or maybe in the back or something like that because I assume it's dangerous hot equipment and that sort of makes sense. Maybe they do it just they only roast off hours when the roaster is closed. That sort of makes sense then why they would have it right in front. But it's still cool to see that. You see the bags of beans there, all of that stuff. There looked like there was some stuff going on in the back. I don't know. Um, but I like the layout in general with the tables, all that sort of stuff. There wasn't a very clear theme, as you said to me. I mean, that's something that's really kind of ethereal. It's kind of hard to pin down a lot of times. Is there supposed to be a clear theme? Is it one that is sort of playing upon the name or just the vibe of the ethos, the philosophy, whatever, of the company or the organization or the owners? Oftentimes, that is the case if you think about some of the places we love, like Fondati or Mongo's or something along those lines. Um, I wasn't really sure if there was something going on like that. So, yeah, that's all to say that um, there was a lot maybe going on that I sort of thought made sense, but then other stuff that I wasn't so sure about, which of course leads us to this week's uh, unfortunate installment of Cue the Sad Trombones. <laughs> bathroom, not corner. I was because, going, yes, I was going to say we must talk about the bathroom. Well, the lack thereof, because unfortunately there was a door in the back and they kind of had it just blocked off with a merch rack, like and a, a t-shirt a chair, rack. An upside down chair. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a sign that said, uh, I think, sorry, out of order. Yes. Which, I, I mean, do I have to rant about this? I, I think we need to rant about it again. But honestly, you should go back and listen to some of our other episodes, too, where we basically bashed an entire place because they didn't have a bathroom. I had similar feelings when we went to this coffee roaster. I'm yeah. starting to become on the side of it is unacceptable if you're serving coffee and food in a destination place like Long Beach and you don't have a bathroom. I feel as if it's entrapment, right? I, I don't think, think you about can it. have tables and coffee and baked goods if you don't provide access to a bathroom or at least some sort of signage that tells you where the public bathrooms are because there were public bathrooms, but they're not that close. You know, you have to walk half a mile yeah, and down to the beach. It yeah. specifically impacts my experience. This is not a place yeah. you can sit and work because there's no bathroom. This is not a place that you're going to spend a long time with friends because there's no bathroom. You can't go here on a date because there's no bathroom. I mean, it's <laughs> it's ridiculous that you're yeah. serving food and drink and don't have a bathroom. It's it's kind of unacceptable to me at this point. We were saying when we were walking to the beach afterwards that it's like we would have been better going to a Starbucks because we could yeah, have I got agree. a decent yeah. cup of coffee and went to the bathroom if we had to and not rushed out of the place. Well, this is what we say as well, where what we ideally look for, especially in an A-grade experience, is what we call a destination place where 
you would travel to. There are these places that we go to, whether they're near where we live, but they're still an hour, an hour and a half away, or they're out of state that we'll travel to. And And that people from the podcast go from listening or our friends go from listening. Yeah. And we go because, well, one of the reasons why we can go is because we know that they have at least one bathroom, if not multiple (laughs) bathrooms. So that it's definitely something that I, I sort of agree. I mean, there's all sorts of excuses and, and reasons why places sometimes don't have bathrooms. I mean, we've heard everything from, well, we just don't allow customers to use it because we've had problems in the past till this is out of order. Maybe it is out of order, but I don't care. That's not what are the employees my... doing then? Exactly. Whether that's a real reason or not, I don't really care because this is what my experience was essentially. And it really does impact and affect whether or not I would go back and whether or not certainly I would recommend it to other people. I mean, I basically the little time that we spent there the whole time I'm thinking, how do we find a bathroom? Because we drove an hour and a half. And yeah, I I have to use the bathroom. And it's early in the morning. It's not like we're going to go to a restaurant at this point to use a bathroom. Well, it gives me anxiety, too, because I'm like, where do I go? We're in the middle of kind of a city. Um, so that totally kind of demolishes the atmosphere and ambiance to me. So, uh, it's unfortunate. I mean, again, maybe, maybe it was just out of order. I don't know. It looked like they had a pretty legit setup for it being out of order with the, the t-shirt rack and the, the chairs and stuff. So, and we have seen other places now that just sort of say that they don't allow their customers to use it, but I don't, I don't care because we were just in Italy for a month and, I don't think there was one coffee shop, coffee roaster that we went to in all of Italy that didn't have a working bathroom. And we were in dozens and and dozens of places. As an owner of a business, if your bathroom is out of order, that should be a number one priority to get fixed. And as an owner of a business, you should have people on call that when things go wrong, you fix them. Yeah, you would think so. If the toilet in my house stops working, trust me, someone's going to come in and fix my toilet that day because it's it's a priority, right? Right. There, I, I feel like you can make excuses as much as you want, but there are places that keep the bathrooms open even with heavy traffic, such as mm-hmm. Borealis Coffee Roasters in Pro- outside of Providence, where their coffee roaster is on a bike path, where people, they encourage you to come in, grab a water, grab a cup of coffee, use the bathroom. The, you can create a community and a culture, and having a b- no bathroom kind of nips that and, and kills yeah. that vibe. So what do you think for atmosphere and ambiance grade? D. I, I refuse to go higher than it. If there's no bathroom from now on, I refuse to go higher than a D. I potentially would go lower, but because of the town of Long Beach, I'm going D. Yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. I sort of feel as if I like some of the ideas of what I saw there in terms of the atmosphere and ambiance, but it wasn't a place that I was willing or wanting to hang out very long in which is kind of unfortunate because it is a cool, a really cool town. And I really love the idea of that coffee roaster being there. So I'm kind of right there with you. I'm going to go D as well. I was sort of yeah. thinking, well, it's th- none of that is a satisfactory average expectation for what I want experience. So I can't give that part of the letter grade um, even a C. So I think that's perfectly accurate for our experience. Do any of our listeners even know if it is legal to serve food and drink without access to a bathroom? Well, there was Does anybody know There was another that roaster answer? that we went to where we had this issue and they had said, I think on Google reviews that the reason why they're allowed to not allow customers to use their bathroom is because they don't have a full kitchen and they technically don't have seating right. for that reason too. So they're technically a takeout place that happens to have seats in case you're waiting for your takeout, I think 
which again is kind of bullshit. Like, I don't, like that means nothing to me. Like, I don't want to go to your place then. I said this. I'm not last, interested. Yeah, I said this last time. Like, what I if I'm care. sick? What if I need to use the bathroom? Yeah. I, I mean, it's ridiculous. It it's, is ridiculous. It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. So. I think you know how A-grade overall feels about it. <laughs> we'll let that go, but I can't go higher than a D for atmosphere, for atmosphere and ambiance. All right. So our second grading rubric category, of course, is service. Um, I go. So this was one of the more odd service experiences ever. <laughs> this is a weird episode for some reason. I don't this know why. This was a really weird coffee experience. It was a really, Definitely. it was one of the weirder coffee experiences. It was, wasn't that was necessarily bad or horrible or anything like that but there's just like a lot of weird things like that like how the bathroom was sort of off limits sequestered and then i was i'm just so confused by the service experience because i mean what i'll say is that the barista who served us was super nice like she was really you know nice person she seemed very genuine all that good stuff there was another person working there but that person seemed to bail as like soon as we came in and it sort of started to become a line. I don't know if they were on break, they were doing something else, whatever. I felt as if I saw a lot of people in the back, but there was only that one barista in the front. And why I say it was a strange experience was because I asked very specifically for a Chemex pour over and she started saying, oh, okay, um, that's you know great. What beans do you want? I said, well, do you recommend any? Do you have any favorites or recommendations or options and she said well you can pretty much get whatever you want which i never like for the pour over option because to me the whole idea of the pour over is to sort of get the best profile of whatever beans they're choosing to feature that's the idea you can try all sorts of different beans but you know which ones do you think are best for that brewing method it's a specific style of, of brewing that i think brings out the best in really quality beans but again i sort of said well maybe this, maybe that. And she said, we settled on the Costa Rican bean. And I said, and okay, that's cool. She really did the thing that we don't always love where she just said light, medium and dark. Yeah. As opposed to where the bean is from or what kind of profile of the bean right. is going to be. And there is a difference between that, you know. Well, because I like light, medium and dark roasts depending upon the, fl the flavor profiles and right. the complexities and right. all of those other nuances. But whatever, I settled on the Costa Rican. And then she said that, oh, you get either a drip coffee or a cold brew with it. And I said, really? And she said, yeah, it comes free. And I said, okay, uh, I guess I'll try the cold brew. I was, We were both very confused. And I said to her, I said, I've never had that happen at a coffee roaster. And she kind of laughed. And she said, oh, yeah, we always give a free one you know, with with that order. And I said, okay, I, I guess. So that's, that's something new, something different. And then she started to, I think she went over to do something else. And I realized that, oh, I think she means I wanted a bag of beans. Oh, because she asked if I wanted them ground or not. Yeah. And I said, oh, I, no, I wanted a Chemex pour over. And she said, oh, oh, OK, I'm sorry. And then I thought we cleared that up. But then she went into the back and got this big kind of garbage can looking thing and started scooping out beans. And she got a bag and started putting like the little clothespin tab thing on it. And I said again, I was like, oh, excuse me, I want to, you see the Chemex there? Like I want to, there was a Chemex right I there. I want to pour over. And I, it's and on I your menu. And I had to over. say it again. I, I I don't want a bag of beans. I want a Chemex pour over. And then she kind of paused and said, oh. oh." It just clicked for her It finally then. clicked. But it was just, it was so bizarre. What do you think your impression was what was happening there? Do you I think have, she was thinking about something else? Do you think she was worried about the line? Well, there what? wasn't a line at that point. There was no. just one guy behind us. Right. Which is why I asked for the pour over, because I've said this in previous episodes. If it's super crowded or something like that, I usually don't get the pour over because a, a good pour over might take five, ten minutes 
when they're busy having stuff even going on and it's not that crazy yet. So if it's super crowded, I'll, I'll get something else in Americano or even the drip coffee or whatever. So in this case, though, I said, oh, that's fine. I'll, tr- I'll try that. And I don't know what was going on. I, I honestly, it was one of those situations where I really questioned myself. Am I being very unclear here or something? It was on you the weren't. menu. You weren't. Yeah. There, something wasn't clicking with her understanding what you ordered. It, but, maybe but I said people, Chemex and uh, didn't I say the word Chemex and pour over like you a said dozen times? A Chemex <laughs> pour over, which is what it said on the menu. So it was really confusing. Maybe people never order these, but she knew how to make it. That's what was the b- strangest she part to She knew exactly me. what to do. She got the scale. <laughs> I, my only thought was, I mean, I don't, can't put words in her head or whatever, but my only thought is that maybe she was distracted thinking about something else. Like she was having a bad day. Yeah, something maybe. was in the yeah. back of her mind. You know, when you're sort of just kind of doing the same thing over and over and you're going through the motions, sure, yeah. but you're thinking about something else. Yeah. I'm not sure she was fully present in us yeah. and us ordering. I have no idea what the hell. I was don't going know. On. It was really strange. Yeah. So and I felt bad that she was back there by herself. This is a busy spot. She shouldn't be the only one working. Well, then, then it got kind of weird because she was just making the pour over. And again, any other time I've been at a coffee roaster and it starts to get busy, they go back and forth with the pour over, and that's perfectly fine. I I usually tell them that if they're busy, take your time with my pour over. If it's going to take even 10, 15 minutes, I don't mind at all because I understand it's a process that takes time. And a lot of times roasters straight up tell you, they say, it's going to take this amount of time. And I say, yeah, that's fine. You know, have a sandwich, smoke a cigarette. I don't I don't care what you do. As long as it gets done eventually, whatever, I'm here to hang out. Not in this case because there's no bathroom. I had to get the hell out of there. But then a line started forming because she was <laughs> yeah. just focusing on the pour over. And I started getting anxious because I'm standing there like, oh, and I'm, now I'm the asshole holding up the line. This is you- supposed to be gentle brew and it's a really anxious brew. <laughs> Well, she would just pour it and then just stand there for 20 seconds. And I'm thinking, you I'm could like, ring us up drink. right now. Make my drink. Or you could just ring us up. Whatever. Yeah. There's a million things that you Ask could do. Ask the next person in line what he wants. I, she, I, maybe maybe this person wasn't confident in making the pour over. I don't know. But she seemed to know how to make it. So I don't know what was... The whole thing was just very strange to me. I don't know. It was really a bizarre experience. And again, it, she was very nice. Very nice person. But I just didn't understand what was happening. It makes <laughs> it a little bit hard to grade the service. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm just confused by the whole experience. She, I, I think I would say she was nice, but it, C is satisfactory. I don't know if it was satisfactory because of the confusion. Yeah, the whole thing was weird. I'm going to go for service. Was there anything else with service? I think that was everything. Yeah. And I kind of blame the owners a little bit that they should have a couple well, more employees working. There were. They disappeared. I don't know where the hell they went. Yeah, that girl just bounced. <laughs> I, I don't know. She was like, all right, see ya. Sorry about the line. I'm off tomorrow. See you in two days. <laughs> I, I don't know what was going on. So I'm going to go for service because she was so nice. I'm going to go C- minus because it wasn't bad. It's, it's not as if she messed anything up. Uh, I mean, she would have if she just gave us a bag of beans. But uh, because she was so friendly and she I'm sure she would have answered any questions or anything else that we had. But, yeah, like you said, it's not just about that. It's, it's not just about the one person working that day. It's also about the setup. It seemed as if they should have a really cool space for a pour over bar where while that person is working on the pour over, I could slide over because it's a pretty long bar and talk to them about the pour over. And then another barista could take more orders and make more drinks. That would have been a much more elevated experience that we look for when we say oh this is a b above average or even an a grade experience just wasn't there on the day that we went at least so i think c minus sort of makes sense from my perspective i'm gonna go even lower i'm gonna go d plus okay because like you said i think service in comp in, in 
encompasses. Yeah. Is that the word? Yeah. <laughs> Were you going to say compensate? Very, very tired. Yeah, you're done. You're fried <laughs> potato. You, you need more coffee. I need a little coffee. Yeah. Um, I think that service really does encom- encompass all the parts of... Yeah. Oh, from ownership all the way down. Yeah. And not having a bathroom. Yeah. Not having enough employees working. This poor girl was like, seemed kind of confused. Yeah. She was nice enough, but there didn't seem to be any kind of knowledge about what the beans were. And I feel like that's yeah. important in your training process yeah. to teach your employees to know what where the beans are from. Not light, medium, and dark. We're not at Starbucks. This yeah. is a coffee roaster. I mean, it's, I'm coming in hot today. I mean, you're right, D+. though. It's, I'm it's coming just, in it's hot. It's not the same as a place, another local place that we love that's relatively close to there is Mongo's. And every time I go to Mongo's, drive out of my way, not only are there bathrooms, but there's always a barista there who talks about the beans or talks about the brewing process or the owner will come over and start talking to me about, we'll start arguing about different brew methods. Well, it's awesome. Think about that's think an about a great experience. A like, coffee shop, not even a roaster, but a shop near us in Stony Brook that we give a giant shout out to all the time. Druthers, their oh, employees yeah. have to know their beans. They go to the coffee yeah. roaster where the beans they get the beans for the shop and actually get trained there about how to do the pour over what the beans are so for me what i'm thinking about service now as we start to go into more places it goes from the top to the bottom from the training to everything it's not her fault but overall there's a disconnect for me there and it's not in a c satisfactory level it's lower what did you give d D plus okay fair enough uh of course the all-important third category drum roll coffee what do you think I got an iced maple latte like I always do. They did have maple and vanilla, which were made there and organic, but my latte was also a little bit subpar. We talk about the latte being a sum of its parts. So you have your sweetener, which I like an organic honey, maple, something like that. You have your milk, which is either regular milk, oat milk, almond milk, and then you have your espresso. And I've had a lot of perfectly balanced Lattes were the three of those flavors meld together into this beautiful harmony of a drink. Mm-hmm. This one was not that. Yeah. I couldn't taste the maple at all. It kind of well, it settled, settled on the bottom. On the bottom of, of so yours, yeah. there was no maple in it. Yeah. <laughs> and well, you each put, sip was either milk or coffee. Yeah, you put it perfectly because I took a couple of sips of yours. And the first sip was it just kind of tasted like a latte where it was just coffee and milk. And then the second sip, I put the straw down and it just tasted like the maple syrup that settled at the bottom. That's like the least of what I want out of a mixed drink like that, where it's an unsweetened latte and then the sweetener kind of settled or whatever. I mean, again, we've just had too many great, well-blended, whether it's cappuccinos even or latte drinks at this point that do such a good job that, yeah, I mean, even from my perspective is not a latte drinker per se. I was thinking this is not even satisfactory, really. Um, the beans themselves did. I think they they were good beans for sure. Even my pour over, I thought it was pretty good, but it tasted like a really above average drip coffee, basically. So on the pour over scale, I would say my pour over was maybe a C. It was a pretty average pour over. It was I agree. fine. I agree. It, it was fine. It, I, I it was actually tell it was, you what the really notes were. It was a no. smooth pour over though. Exactly. She knew kind of how to make it. Yeah. But it didn't have the complexities again that we look for. I mean, 
God, think of the pour overs that we've had where they taste like blooming blueberries or or, or mul- like multi chocolate. I didn't or, know coffee could taste like this. Yeah, it. Oh, you don't need to add sugar or milk or sweetener or anything. It's this, these natural f- fruit flavors or whatever the case may be. I didn't get any of that. Yeah. So it just tasted like a really, as you said, smooth, even coffee, which is kind of the standard expectation for a pour over. So it was perfectly average to me for a pour over. I'm glad they offered it. Um, if you can get past the bag of beans instead, I guess. But <laughs> if you make it that far to actually th- get what a coffee. What do you think for overall coffee grade? So this is a little tricky. I think the fact that they even offer pour overs and some kind of organic ingredients puts them in a higher echelon than a place that doesn't offer pour overs. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't think the pour, the pour over was a C, I agree, but the latte was probably a D. So I think I'm going to go C minus for the coffee. Damn it. That's exactly what I was going to say. Because I, again, I think be, it actually stands out to me because I'm not a latte drinker. If I had gotten that latte as a first time latte drinker, I would have just thrown it out, honestly. Like, I don't like lattes. Yeah, I would have said, I guess I don't yeah. like lattes because this is just not mixed and it's not balanced or whatever the case is. So yeah, that was, that was too bad. But I mean, what are you going to do? I'm just... I'm being honest. This was our experience. And there are a lot of places <laughs> that we adore and love. <laughs> it is what it is, uh, which leads us... Even stay tuned for next week. Or leaves us with food. 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 What do you think? You start us off with food. Oh, I start I'm going to put food? you right on the spot. Yeah. Okay. So we basically, they had... Um, I don't know what was going on with food either because I didn't see a menu. It's weird because when you walk in, the coffee menu is kind of on the wall on the right and the bar is like long. But the line is parallel to the board. So you have to go around off the line to see the board. And just with all the other confusion, I didn't think to look for a food menu. Because then when we were sitting before we left, there was a guy that came in with a cart full of bananas and I think eggs. And then I thought, wait, do they offer breakfast and food? I didn't see any bananas. So I don't really know fully what was going on with the food other than what I saw and what I got, which were just some kind of tail end of whatever pastries they had, which I don't mind if some place has awesome pastries and they sell out. That's reasonable. I mean, get there early if you want pastries, right? And they had some interesting looking ones, some basically kind of crumb cake raspberry thing, and then some muffins, some different types of muffins. They all looked pretty good. We wound up going with the zucchini muffin because I honestly don't remember ever having a zucchini muffin and that sounded awesome. And I thought it was pretty good. I thought it, it was, was really good, cool yeah. that you could actually see the pieces of zucchini inside it. I love that. Whether it's an Italian ice or it is a baked good or something like that. I love when you can actually see the fruit or the food within it. So I thought it was pretty good. I thought it, it was, wasn't really sweet. It tasted really yeah. clean. I thought it was really maybe a, a B grade muffin. It was a, yeah. it was a really good muffin. So I don't know what else they were offering, but I thought it was definitely pretty good. So I'm going to go B minus for food because just because I don't know what else was going on and what else maybe I could have had if I went earlier or I investigated more. But I, I don't know what else to sort of give other than that based on, on what actually occurred. But what do you think for food? That's so funny because I actually was thinking the exact same grade. Stop and I'm really sorry because we have almost all the all the same grades. This, this is such episode. boring radio. However, it's showing that the rubric kind of works. Or we're demented. Or we're demented. We're losing it. Well, that's they're not mutually exclusive, I suppose. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think that's about right. So what do we have for final letter grades? Our tallies. All right. So our final letter grades for atmosphere and ambiance. Joe gave a D, I gave a D. For service, Joe gave a C minus, I gave a D plus. For coffee, we both gave C minuses. 
And for food, we both gave B minuses. Okay. I think I know my final letter grade. <laughs> you look You know I'm between two. You look I'm ponderous. Sure. I think I know which two you're between. I think I know which two you're between. And I think you're going to go the higher one. I'm going to go the lower one. I didn't say which two. I didn't say I was between two. I just said that. Okay. I think you know what grade I'm going to give. I know your grade. I know I what grade you're going to give. <laughs> this is terrible radio. <laughs> Worst episode ever. Worst episode ever. Three, two, one. Let's do it. Three, Three two, two, one. D plus. What? Oh, I thought you were going to go C minus. Oh, hell no. A place without a bathroom is not a satisfactory place. I'm sorry. I agree. I'm, I'm done. I'm I done. I agree. It, 100%. I'm, I'm not giving you satisfactory range. Agree. I'm not giving you a satisfactory you range. You can't pass. Great. Well, no. you can pass. It's still passing. F is failing. That's true. I should fail it, really. But you, you, you can't be satisfactory. No, it should be like ge- an F plus. That's a, ge- that's a generous D plus. It is. For, the, for that reason. I mean. And there was a lot of confusion in there. And the coffee wasn't that good. I think D plus is accurate. D plus is accurate. It, I, like, sorry. Like, it's nothing personal. It's just that that's what you get. <laughs> uh, what am I going to lie and say? Oh, well, these are all the great things that you overlook. It's like. No, you can't. And you, whenever, there's no bathroom. Whenever like, I start thinking in my head, oh, we should have just went to Starbucks. <laughs> you know, you're in the D grade to me. <laughs> I mean, it, honestly, it, it feels like one of those places that probably there's a lot of locals who really like it for whatever reason. That's great. Awesome. Maybe the drip coffee. You grab a drip coffee, go to yeah. work or whatever. Yeah. You're on your know. way to the train. There's a train station right there to the yeah. city. Which is pretty Grab cool. Grab something before the beach. Yeah. Support local small businesses. Um, that's why we do the podcast. So I'm not going to tell people who are around not to go there. And I would recommend Long Beach as a town yeah. in general. If you're in Long Beach, I mean, go buy it at least. Maybe the bathroom's up and running now whenever you're listening to this. Yeah, but we would have been a half letter grade higher if the bathroom was open. Oh, I, it's a totally different letter grade. Yeah, it, it, does, it does change your entire experience. Yeah, well, this yeah. is why we say as well that these grades are based on our experiences when we go. Because, I mean, what else do we have to go off of? Look up on, on Google Maps if you do plan to go to this coffee roaster because sometimes people do complain about bathrooms being open or closed i might check when we get off the podcast to see if anyone said anything but i think if you do go it's a takeout place grab it on your way to the train station grab it on your way to the beach yeah i think that's definitely the move for sure grab a baked good the baked goods were good baked goods were good stop by for a baked baked goods were good on the way to the beach. On the way to the beach. Why'd we go full Long Island? Full New York? Because we were in... What are you going to do? We were in the heart of Long Island. Oh, God. All right. Well, Long it's time beach. to leave in that case. <laughs> the city by the sea. Apparently, that's their slogan. Is that what they call it? Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's a really cool town. And in fact, we're going to have a lot more to say about it on next week's episode because we're going to talk about where we went after, which was a craft brewery. Yes. And spoiler alert, I think we're going to have a lot more positive things. Spoiler to say. alert, they had six freaking bathrooms in there. That's already. And they were insane bathrooms where you had an individual stall to yourself with hey, a sink. Hey, save it for bathroom corner. Okay. Beep, 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 beep. I'm, I'm beeping you out. I'm going to edit the, the Ooh, beep out. yes. Good idea. Actually, I could do that to you all the time. I could also do it and I could curse. <laughs> I could be like, <laughs> see, I never said that because I'm going to edit it out with Will beeps. you edit out mine as well? Yeah, say all you want. Keep saying it. All right. That's too much editing. I don't want to do that much editing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's a D plus overall. For gentle brew coffee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just double checking. By A grade podcast. So uh, check it out for if there's any of the reasons that we mentioned that you like. It sounds like your type of thing. Definitely check it out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You heard, you it, heard here. it here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you uh, if you're a new listener. Um, 
yeah hope you had a good time if you're a returning listener you understand what this all is uh, yeah. and we thank you for coming back for more if you're a patreon we extra special thank you because we couldn't do it without you guys and if you want to become a patreon member hop on over to patreon.com slash a great podcast like i said at the beginning uh, you can sign up, get all of those behind-the-scenes goodies, and become an A-grader yourself, like I say. And if you just click on the link in the episode description, wherever you're listening to this episode, there should be a, a link for you to access that Patreon account. Super easy to sign up, and you get some good content. You can actually see these places and what we're talking about. We're not making this stuff up. Nope. It's all real life. <laughs> well, it's mostly real life. But, um, yeah. I think that's it for this week. Thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Yep. So until next time, stay safe out there, be well, drink well, and hope to see you then. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.